0: And welcome to More Than Money. You've got Gene Diggison, your host, your personal financial advisor, live this Saturday morning, September the 18th. One week ago, we were remembering 9-11. And this morning, shortly, I'll give you uh, the most current numbers on our efforts to remember 9-11 in a positive way and assist the families of our fallen heroes and our heroes who have been uh, injured, disabled in the line of duty. Uh, With our Folds of Honor Radiothon, we put, (laughs) wow, we made the effort. We made the effort. And uh, I'll announce that here momentarily. For those of you who are uh, regular listeners to More Than Money, you might have already noticed a little difference. Uh, You're saying, well, I hear you. I don't hear you mentioning Alyssa. No, Alyssa is um, uh, otherwise occupied this morning. Proving, once again, being two places at once is not a, not consistent with the laws of the, the physical laws of this universe. Uh, it may be in other dimensions, but here, Gene um, flies solo because uh, Alyssa and her amazing, amazing daughter, Juliana, are uh, on the soccer pitch. Yeah, I... I'm guessing that's really not what they call it, the uh, the soccer field this morning. So Juliana playing, uh, I think midfield. I think that's her position. We'll uh, we wish her lots of luck. I think they uh, I think they tee off around eight thirty. I think that's the right term for soccer. They they have the uh, tee off, you no know, kind of tip off, kind of a <clears throat> well they do something. I'm sure they do something to start the game, and uh, so she. Will uh, not be joining us today, but we think good thoughts for her, and I want you to think all good thoughts for Juliana and her teammates as they um, make their best efforts this morning. It's gorgeous day out there. Oh my goodness! If you wanted to pick an absolutely perfect September morning, this would be the one. Uh, clear skies, a uh, little bit of fog here and there, but the fog was low lying and. Not very dense. It was actually beautiful, beautiful. As I came across 22 and number of the, the cornfields uh, between Route 33 and uh, 512, and that low lying fog, absolutely gorgeous. If you're a loyal listener, then you also know that there are three different ways that we invite you to join us this morning. You may uh, go uh, old school, of course, 610. 72070 900. You can send me an email directly to my smartphone, Gene at askmtm.com. G E N E at askmtm.com. And of course, you can go to our website, morethanmoneyonline.com, and hit the listen live button. And then, if you are so inclined, you can also hit the ask Gene button. The listen live button through the miracles of modern technology will allow you to hear our show crystal clear from wherever you have access to the internet. Uh, Coast to coast, North and South works really, really well. And so many of you, uh, including our good friend from Alabama, already on the line and uh, shooting up a question. We'll get to Steve's question here in a moment. Um, If you have Uh, access to internet, you have access to more than money. And you, for years we said, yeah, we'd like to be coast to coast. We'd like to figure out how to syndicate our show and go coast to coast.
1: Hmm.
0: iHeartMedia figured it out for us and now we're coast to coast. So fantastic. We appreciate uh, all of our listeners, wherever they may find themselves this morning, on, again, in um, if you're in the Lehigh Valley, you're enjoying a gorgeous, an absolutely gorgeous uh, morning. And by, uh, if I remember the reports from um, AccuWeather uh, yesterday when they were talking to Bobby Gunther Walsh, today and tomorrow supposed to be really, really nice. So enjoy. Enjoy indeed. I don't know what the weather report is for Happy Valley. I know that there's a out tonight. Uh, they're playing Auburn, I believe. So that that should be big time. Hopefully the weather's uh, cooperative and uh, everybody has a, a, a fantastic time and the results are really good as well. If you are joining us for the very first time, More Than Money is titled that for a very good reason. We talk about all manner of things that uh, certainly uh, in many cases, most cases have a dollar sign connected to them, but uh, also we really lean to understanding the people, understanding you, and so one of our most popular answers to questions that have been posed was: "Is it depends? Should I use a Roth IRA or a standard IRA?"
1: Hmm.
0: Well, it depends. Should I uh, take a tax deduction for a 401k if I'm a self-employed person? Well, that depends. Uh, should I be uh, looking at an estate plan that includes a trust uh, or can I simply use a will and a power of attorney? Well, that absolutely depends. All of these depend on your personal circumstance, not just your personal financial circumstance, but your personal uh, circumstance in terms of your your attitude, your risk uh, tolerance, your ability to handle the ups and downs of, uh, of investments as uh, the roller coaster rides unfold. All of these are very important factors. So when you ask your question here on more than money, uh, we start with, it depends. And then we dig, dig a little deeper. We dive just a bit deeper and find out exactly, uh, what is, um, what is, uh, true and appropriate for you personally, uh, not in general, but very specifically, um, as uh, Doc was leaving this morning, uh, we uh, made uh, uh, plans that we'll, uh, we'll see each other Sunday night at the Folds of Honor reception. And um, so we used uh, use, uh, Doc Levy, Doctor Levy as uh, our um, example of why It Depends makes um, is such an important um, component of the advice uh, that we offer on More Than Money. We recently, I believe last week, had a gentleman ask the question is, um, uh, who should have a trust and which one? And the analysis or the analogy I gave was that would be like going to Doc Levy and saying, who should have an operation and which one? Um, Dude, (laughs) just... It, it it depends. It's simply not a generic question. It's not an appropriate question to be generic. It is only appropriate if you answer it in the very specifics of who you are. And that's what we try to do. So 610-720-7900, gene at askmtm.com, uh, and our website morethanmoneyonline.com. Hit the listen live button. And receive the show wherever uh, you may be. Now, I, uh, <clears throat> I uh, what alerted you earlier that we would be talking about the Folds of Honor Radiothon. A little spring water, lovely. Um, let me start by saying thank you. Uh, thank you to. Goodness, all of you. The number of folks who uh, supported us in this year's effort was a record breaker. Unbelievable. Folks coming in and dropping off cash. Folks sending in pledges. Folks uh, alerting us uh, at the top of the hour, hey, how much do you need to make the match? And they cover it. Uh, Folks going online without even... um, um, alerting us and just going right to the website for Folds of Honor and making their pledge uh, by credit card, um, showing up at events. You, you folks are amazing. You're absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, our team uh, for Folds of Honor uh, has a number of components, of course. Um, our WAEB, you can't very well have a radiothon W- without a radio station. So so that kind of makes sense. WAEB, of course, our Folds of Honor folks, of course, our sponsors, of course, and then our entire team at MTM. I will tell you uh, that Bobby Gunter Walsh was a hero uh, this past week. Uh, you can't imagine the number of details that need to be juggled in order to produce a show and a radiothon and and have one flow seamlessly into the other. And as I'm thinking about Gunther, um, I, I, I think about how um, committed he truly is, how dedicated he truly is to producing the very best result he possibly can. Um, Folds means a great deal to him. He has, over the last couple of years, interviewed some of the most amazing uh, people, some of the most amazing survivors, some of the most amazing beneficiaries of the Folds of Honor program. And it has changed him. It has touched him. And if you've heard any of those stories as Gunther uh, presented them, you were changed as well. So um, no Radiothon without Gunther, no Radiothon without Craig Stevens, without Catherine Frick. Uh, those two folks, Catherine, goodness gracious. Goodness gracious. Uh, what an amazing woman. Uh, not just the LLS woman of the year, not just a pickleball champion of the First Order, but an amazing uh, woman. Again, uh, this is far more than money for her. This is far more than uh, a radio business relationship. She is deeply committed and made such extraordinary efforts to help us. Uh, Craig was at Relic Hunter last Saturday. Uh, We got there and we were, uh, um, what's the word? Challenged. There were lots of challenges to get the show on air. And yet, by golly, he made it happen. And uh, um, with everyone here at the station supporting, just fantastic. Our Folds of Honor team, uh, Beth Simmons, uh, president of our local chapter, uh, tirelessly working uh, to help um, the uh, beneficiaries of Folds of Honor and to help raise funds. Uh, Fred Keck, Mary, Gary Bender, uh, my, my new friend Michelle, just Michelle, just Michelle. So just Michelle. Uh, and goodness, so many more, so many more on their um, board, so many more that are supporting them, and so many of the speakers, uh, so many of the folks who were interviewed uh, by Gunther in the seven o'clock hour are on the West coast. So for them, they were up and added at 5 a.m. They were up and added at 4 a.m. They were up and added at 6 a.m. Um, making those kinds of oh, goodness sacrifices in their personal life so that they could share stories and hopefully inspire you. Uh, our sponsors across the board. Um, goodness. Um, We were hosted uh, uh, each day once uh, last Tuesday at Vinart, uh, Wednesday at the Hotel Bethlehem, Thursday at the Ritz Barbecue, Relic Hunter on Saturday, and of course um, at our More Than Money World Headquarters in the Holy Lands between Bethlehem and Nazareth on Friday. And every single member of our More Than Money team contributed. Every single member stepped up and did extraordinary things to help serve Folds of Honor, uh, I want to single out Megan. Uh, Megan, as many of you know, is our director of marketing and does so many more things. Um, last year was her first uh, interaction for a radiothon and with Folds, and she embraced it and she added so many more features, so much more communication. It really helped us uh, drive results that we uh, will announce here momentarily. Um Sue and Stephanie up at oh dark thirty uh, all those days coming in to answer phones starting at 6 a.m. Um goodness they both live close to an hour away from the office, so you do the math. They were up very, very early. Uh Connie, of course, Connie has been uh, part of our remembering 9/11 from day one. Um Tammy, uh Alyssa, of course, Alyssa, not just uh, and not just our co-host and not just uh, uh, with us throughout uh, last week at Relic Hunter, um, but answering phones and taking pledges, uh, Chad and Mark and Greg and Daryl, and of course, uh, our very own Diane Dickinson, who um, joined everyone in making sure that that result was the best it could possibly um, be. Um, goodness. Uh, I, I know I've missed people and to those folks I apologize sincerely because you are all so very important uh, to the end result so um, I don't think we have a drum roll I think it's probably just as well um yep that's the that was the uh, that's the extent of my rhythm right there <laughs> go, okay. one 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 two one 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 two one three one all right. Cut it out Uh, as of um, Friday morning with pledges still coming in, checks still coming in, people still making contributions. Last year we raised $59,700 and this year we raised $107,330, $107,330. Absolutely magnificent! Absolutely due to you, 100% due to you. Uh, all the sponsors, of course, all the folks who offered up matching money, all of particularly our More Than Money family, our clients and and friends who uh, stepped up and joined us on Friday. The 21-gun salute uh, right in the 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 front of our More Than Money building with our new. Flag flying, we fly very proudly. American Fence and Flag, on, uh, who helped us with matching money, also helped us with our, our flag and our flagpole. And it's just such a, an important addition to our more than money world headquarters that they, I hope they know. I hope they understand. And I know that Friday, for all of those who were in attendance during that ceremony, the playing of taps and the 21 gun salute felt felt it in your heart and I can't thank all of you enough you're amazing simply amazing we've set quite a bar we have set quite a bar 107,330 so uh, hey tune in next year (laughs) it's gonna get fun 610-720-7900 gene at askmtm.com morethanmoneyonline.com. Steve from Alabama says, last couple of days I've heard reports of Joe Biden wanting to expand the IRS and start looking into people's bank accounts. Further, I heard one commentator say that if this is passed, that if you have $600 or more in any account, that account will be subject to IRS scrutiny. I've also heard that a provision uh, to taxes for miles driven per year is buried in this $3.5 trillion human infrastructure bill. What, if anything, have you heard Lord's blessings to you and to you all. Thank you. And back to you as well. Uh, God bless you. Um, the issue of uh, looking into people's bank accounts is not a new one. And for many of you who are under the assumption that you're fairly well informed on these matters, uh, you will uh, bring to mind almost instantly a, the number $10,000 that if there is a cash transaction in any bank or investment account, it is reported um, to the federal government. They are looking for signs of uh, illegal activity. Uh, it could be money laundering. It could be uh, um, staging dollars coming in for terroristic purposes. It, there, there are there are an, almost an unlimited range of illegal activities that you can um, fund with cash. Well, lots of folks have said, well, as long as I just deposit 9500 or 9800 nobody's going to be the wiser. And that simply hasn't been the case for many, many years. Uh, it is the public-facing um, uh, announcement that 10000 is the cutoff point, uh, but that has long since uh, been... Um, uh, goodness, put put on a shelf. Uh, they have looked at patterns, uh, folks who say, hey, I never put more than 5000 in cash, uh, but during the course of a year, they might do that four, five, six times. That's a pattern that will be recognized by uh, the reporting system, and that is likely to get somebody's attention. Uh, similarly, this uh, topic of $600, um, yep, uh, it has uh, been reported that they are reducing the stated um, dollar amount transaction amount of uh, of interest from ten thousand to six hundred bucks. <sighs> uh, yeah, America, home of the free, um, please. Um, and yes, the question about uh, having to report miles driven per year uh, is. Uh, It is rumored to be in the three and a half trillion dollar bill rumored because uh, the uh, Biden administration is rolling out uh, the components, the pieces of this bill uh, piecemeal. So that uh, you uh, it's my understanding at this point that may have changed in just the last few days, but it's my understanding that there is no yet completely agreed upon uh, bill. There are certain uh, senators, even Democratic senators, who are pushing back in a serious way uh, about the extravagance of the bill, the inability of the government to identify um, uh, how it's going to be uh, funded, uh, where the revenue sources are, uh, and, of course, in, buried in lots of this are speculations that corporate taxes will go from, uh, there, it was originally uh, stated at from 21% to 28 and then from 21 to 26 and a half, either way, uh, corporate taxes would go up dramatically. And let me think, uh, corporation expenses go up dramatically. Generally speaking, what do they do when they exactly? Oh, I thought you were volunteering. Sorry. Um, what do they do when they have higher expenses? They jack up the price. This is not rocket science. And uh, one, of my, one of my very good friends, he's a guy that just, number one, he's a clear thinker. And number two, he says it like he thinks it. He, he will let you know. Um, he says one of the most offensive things that he finds about people in Washington, D.C. is how stupid they think we are. Well, don't worry about it. You're not paying it. The corporation's paying it. So uh, a gallon of gasoline that that uh, their their cost just went up by a buck a gallon. They're not going to charge you any more. They're just going to eat that. And and I'm really hoping that you don't ask me any questions because if if it's not on the teleprompter, I'm not going to be able to tell you what 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 the wrong answer is because that's just absolute silliness. Goes beyond silliness. 610-720-7900, gene at askmtm.com, morethanmoneyonline.com. How much time is there? Three? Okay. Uh, young lady asks, how do I start a 529 plan for my granddaughter? I have a gift of $1,000 for her to help with her senior year of college. I want to give it to her uh, in this, her junior year, but her college will count it towards part of her senior tuition. I'd like to just put it in a 529 plan for her in order to get it out of our account this year and have it available for her next summer when her college expects payment of her senior tuition. Can I do that? Many thanks for your past help. I enjoy your show every week. God bless. Well, God bless you. Thank you, Barbara. Um, The answer is sure. You can absolutely do that. There's no restriction on the length of time that money must be in a 529 plan. So it's not as if you're going, oh, geez, if I put it in now, it's got to stay for three years. Nope. You could put it in now and pull it out in six weeks. People go, well, that, that's silly. I don't want to do that. Actually, maybe you do. Because as long as you meet some basic requirements, if you put money into a 529 plan, it's tax deductible on your Pennsylvania return. So this young lady is talking about 1000 bucks. She's going to end up saving about $35 on her tax return. That's not a terrible thing. If you're doing ten thousand dollars, you're saving about three hundred and fifty bucks on your tax return. And what if you did that for three or four of your grandchildren? All of a sudden, not only are you helping people that you really love, but you're picking up over a thousand dollars, a thousand bucks that Harrisburg would have wasted as soon as they got their greedy hands on it. So How do you set it up? You can do it directly online. There's lots of 529 plans that allow you to do that. You can certainly have a financial advisor help you with it. Some financial advisors I absolutely get are kind of uh, snarky and hey, it's only a thousand bucks and it's only going to be there for a few months. And hey, this is kind of a buy. That's not more than money. If you would like assistance in making sure that this 529 plan is set up properly, the money goes in appropriately and comes out next summer when you need it, all you need to do is let us know. We'll be happy to help. Goodness. Uh, Okay. We're close to our mid-hour break. So I'm not going to go to a new question. I've got two more on the email list. Uh, You can send me your questions on the email. Gene at askmtm.com comes directly to uh, my uh, smartphone and happy Uh, to answer those questions. Of course, I do have a fistful of questions that have come in uh, during the course of this week. We're going to answer those. And of course, we're going to take your calls. 610-720-7900. 610-720-7900. Be the first to call this morning on More Than Money. (laughs) Back to more than money, you've got Gene Dickinson, your host, your personal financial advisor, live this Saturday morning. Always live. We don't put our shows in the can. That's so embarrassing. Oh my goodness. That's what you think of your uh, your clientele. I have to admit, oh, oh. I get, I'm harsh on my uh, radio competitors. I get that. They deserve it. I try to call it the way I see it, I try to be even handed. Sometimes I hear some stuff on, on, on a couple of shows going, eh, all right, that's not too bad. Pretty rare, pretty unusual. And I tease about them putting their shows in the can because that's the reference in the industry where you're coming in, you're, you're uh, recording. You're, uh, and, and I say coming in. For most of these guys, they're uh, being sponsored by uh, uh, investment companies that want them to push their products So they're not even necessarily going into a station. They have no relationship necessarily with the local station. Um, They don't participate in the community. Uh, You heard Gunther and I speaking yesterday morning. We talked about community and how so many of you are part of Gunther's community, part of my community, part of the WAEB community. And these guys, um, wherever they may be, are often – uh, simply phoning it in. They are, uh, whether they uh, come to the studio or not, they're they're simply uh, dropping it in the can, so to speak. And since we were at Relic Hunter last week, and it took me, um, we, it took us some time to wrap up because we had a lot to celebrate and a lot to be happy about uh, at Relic Hunter. We, uh, on the way home, I'm listening to a couple shows, and it's nine 20 years after the most horrific, heinous, cowardly attack on the American homeland. And these guys putting their shows in the can, not a word, not a word because somebody forgot or somebody decided, well, Hey, uh, we're spending good money here to try to drum up some, uh, vict- uh some, uh, business. And, uh, you know, not, talking about 9-11 doesn't uh, drum up business. So we'll just uh, do our thing. We'll do what we do every week. Hey, um, uh, here's some stuff that sh- I hope scares you so that you'll call. Call, call. Hey, call. Call now. Call now. Ay, wow. Hey, wow. A chihuahua. Gene was not a happy camper by the time he got back to the More of the Money World Headquarters until he found out what... The amazing stuff that you guys had done—you guys remembered. You guys were um, standing up for our military and for their families, and to support them. And and uh, the pledges that were made last Saturday were breathtaking, absolutely breathtaking. So, um, yeah, there's there's a big part of me that that uh, I, I I don't know how I would describe it. I I guess I have some. Compassion for um, financial advisors who make poor choices. I guess I have some compassion for that. Uh, although I I, I confess I, I find it baffling because for well over 20 years here and for over 30 years um, uh, in, since I began my radio career, I've been demoing how to do this every week for all those decades. So if they wanted to figure out how to do it correctly, all they got to do is listen to three or four shows and go, "Look, I think I'll do it like him." I don't mind. You'll help a whole lot more people. You'll you'll offend a whole lot fewer people cuz I'll I'll tell you right out The individuals that I listened to last week that put their shows in the can and decided that it was far more important on 9-11 to sell their products and hawk their 800 lines and call me. And I'm a nationally sought out. you? Come on. People don't even know where you live in Conkeltown. Nationally sought out. You want nationally sought out? I'll give you nationally sought out, but I don't do that on air. That's that's embarrassing. Mm. Yeah, good. Yeah, they might be. <laughs> there are. You're right. There are a number of financial advisors nationally sought <laughs> by the gendarmes. <laughs> I don't know what their arms have to do with it. I'm just confused, folks. We spent. The vast majority of our entire company's time, energy, effort, resources, people last week um, committed to helping the beneficiaries of Folds of Honor. And the folks that I'm talking about who don't even mention it, don't even recognize it, don't even um, salute the flag using a, just a phrase to, to indicate their lack of uh, recognition. Um, yeah, they're, uh, they're feeling pretty smart because they didn't sacrifice an entire week and, and dozens of people's efforts um, without a thought about about profit. They didn't. So they didn't get what we got. And what we got was one of the best weeks of our year, if not the best week of our year, every single person on the more than money team just glows, just glows. And no, it's not because we were next to three mile Island for those three years. That's not why we all glow. That is not, I know that's what you were thinking. We transplants. No, no, it's because there is very, well, there are very very few things in this world that will warm your heart more than to see your efforts really benefit someone um, that deserves them. And these uh, spouses, these children, these grandchildren of uh, military vets, they deserve it. And if you heard any of the stories, you agree 100%. And if you heard any of the uh, In the Can shows last week, who wouldn't even mention 9-11? My guess is you were every bit as angry as I was. 610-720-7900. Gene at AskMTM.com. MoreThanMoneyOnline.com. What guidelines do I need to know before I have a will drafted? Can I write my own will? This comes from a young lady. Uh, the answer is uh, the second question. Yes, you absolutely can write your own will. It's my understanding, although I am absolutely not an attorney. Uh, that's why we have our um, strong partnership with Keith Stroll. He is an attorney. steckle and Stop is in a law firm. They know these things uh, uh, to, the, uh, to the letter. It's my understanding in the state of Pennsylvania, it must be in writing. Some states have allowed you to do your wills uh, by videotape. I don't believe Pennsylvania does. I would love to hear from somebody out there who knows that that has changed. That would be a fascinating detail for me. Uh, But can you draft your own will? Yes, if you're willing to put it in writing. Now, uh, is it is it in your best interest to draft your own will? Maybe, maybe. I think there's a small percentage of people who have the time and the the temperament uh, to do that. I think so. Small percentage, five, six, seven percent. But I think the vast majority of us, myself included, Diane and I, of course, did not draft our own wills, our own estates, or our own uh, powers of attorney and medical directors. We didn't do that. We trust an, uh, an attorney to do that for us because that's, that's their specialty. That's their speciality, as they say in Britain. Uh, so can you do it yourself? Sure. Should you? Ooh, wow. It's a 93% probability you should not. So now, what kind of guidelines do you need before you draft your will? A couple things. Uh, there are a number of jobs that you're going to assign in your legal documents. So prior to drafting your documents, it's a good idea to know whom, to whom, uh, to whom. Uh, my English teacher spinning in her grave right now going, oh, my God, he's going to mess this up. Uh, to whom you are assigning. Yeah, like you know any better, Uh, to whom you are assigning these jobs. So, for example, somebody's got to be in charge of executing your will. (gasps) That might be the executioner. No, (laughs) that's that's how you got to this situation in the first place. Um, Your executor, executrix, sounds naughty, really isn't, just means male or female, Uh, the person who is in charge of executing your will. Translation: You put it uh, down, all your your uh, intentions down on your paper, and when you are gone, the uh, person in charge uh, then make sure that everything happens the way you wished it to happen. A lot of folks are under the impression that executors, executrixes have tremendous, oh my goodness, they have just uh, power to change things. And and I, you know, I met with John and. I don't like John, so I know. I know the will says he gets a hundred grand. I'm going to give him eleven dollars. No, you can't do that. Goodness, that is that. That's not how that works. Uh, it is very much like following a recipe. It is very much like precisely following a recipe. Or if you buy your furniture at IKEA, <clears throat> you got to follow the instructions. Uh, you shouldn't uh, uh, wiggle around on this stuff. Otherwise, your table will <laughs> wiggle around on this stuff. So um, you need to select, and, and just to make it as complicated as possible, you need to select two people. One who is your primary, your first choice, and then a second, a contingent. So I named John as my primary, and then I pass away, and it turns out John is going to be uh, – out of the country for the next uh, year and a half doing mission work in uh, um, Miami Beach. I I have no idea. I was just trying to think where John would actually agree to go to do missionary work. Miami, not a bad place. San Francisco could use our missionary work, and that's pretty much already out of the country. So, yeah, I know. I wouldn't wish that on you. But if he's unable, then you have to have somebody who can step in and take his place. Um, If you have um, beneficiaries of your uh, documents that will be minors, will be not yet having uh, achieved legal age, by the time they receive your uh, inheritances, you need um, a a trustee. You need to set up someone who will be in charge of the money until um, those, those young folks are legally able to to manage it themselves. And if these are your uh, legal responsibilities, if these young people are your children, for example, or maybe adopted children or somebody that you really care about or you're caring for, uh, you may very well need guardians. So uh, executor, trustee, guardians, uh, to each. Uh, could some serve in multiple roles? Could... Is it generally a good idea? Not generally. It depends, but not generally. Once you've got those uh, what assignments filled, then um, prepping for your initial meeting with your attorney um, gets much easier, much easier. Your attorney's going to want to know, of course, what do you have? Do you have bank accounts? Do you have IRAs? Do you have a house? Do you have cars? That kind of thing. You're going to want to know what you have. He or she's going to want to know what do you owe? Who do we have to worry about paying should you pass away? And, oh, by the way, it's not a should you. You're going to pass away. If I should die is one of the most common phrases. I would like to make some plans you know, just in case I would die. Oh, no, no. You're gonna die. <laughs> we we hopefully don't know exactly when or how. If I had had some of those uh, in the can guys in front of me on last Saturday on nine eleven. Hmm. Hmm. Um, we when you pass away, um, things need to be attended to in a systematic and uh, logical way. And if you bring those kind of documents, that will help a great deal. It will also help a tremendous amount if you have specific beneficiaries. think children is a good example that you bring um, their not only dates of birth, but their social security numbers so they can be precisely identified. Uh, Some of the older wills that we saw, uh, particularly decades ago, when I first started in the business and I would look at a will back then, of course, I was, been doing this a long time. So most of those wheels were parchment. They were done with quill pens and <clears throat> that kind of stuff. And they would say, I wanna leave everything I have to John Smith. Okay, this is a problem. Um, there are like 31 John Smiths within a five mile radius. That's not gonna be very useful. So having all of your details Um, gathered together will make the process go much, much, much more smoothly. Now, one thing that you might also appreciate in terms of making the process go smoothly, I mentioned Keith Stroll earlier. Uh, Keith spends a fair amount of time in our office working with our clients and parts and uh, members of our More Than Money family. Um, He offers initial uh, discussions uh, whether that be an initial review of your current documents or an initial discussion around the creation of brand-new documents, he offers that initial consultation at no charge. At no charge. So if you are, uh, as this lady is, really kind of, hmm, I know I need to get it done, but ooh, I don't even really know where to start, then you might start with, on a uh, consultation uh, with Keith in our office. You get to say hi to everybody and um, travel into the Holy lands and find out exactly what you need for you specifically, for you specifically. Everybody has, um, I say everybody, almost everybody has just a little wrinkle, a little something. Some of the wrinkles are huge, huge, uh, special needs children. The, the, uh, um, uh, what uh, provisions that need to be included to uh, protect them and provide for them throughout the uh, balance of their lives after their parents are gone. Very, very important, very, very challenging, and um, largely available to anyone who needs them because the special needs trusts are available. Lots of uh, attorneys are, are uh, well-versed in helping people uh, protect their kids. Um, could be special needs. It could be not special needs as it's traditionally thought of. It just may be um, children that have not hmm, matured. And as a result, they're not making good judgments, good financial or other judgments. And you may need to make some additional provisions there as well. Keeping in mind, we've been talking about your wills and maybe a trust. You also need a medical directive. That will tell your doctor what you wish to have done or not. uh, If you're in a dire medical circumstance and powers of attorney, powers of attorney are very, very important. Very, very important. Um, Again, if you're unable to um, respond for yourself around financial matters, having named someone as your power of attorney will solve a tremendous number of problems. So in general uh, quality estate planning attorneys are offering uh, what you and I would call packages, document packages, uh, wills, trusts, medical directives, powers of attorney, uh, as a complete estate plan as opposed to, well, let's drop your will. You want to leave your car to your brother, and you want to leave your furniture to Jimmy. If you've listened to the show at all for any length of time, you know, Jimmy. Jimmy's involved in so much stuff. Oh, he's 610-720-7900, 610-720-7900, Gene, at AskMTM.com, more than money, <laughs> Um, When you get emails, sometimes you have to kind of at least read ahead a sentence or two just to make sure you're not going to get in deep doo-doo. <laughs> yeah. Actually, he saved me. He's he's doing fine. Um, do you think the Yahoos in Washington are ever going to get it about the historic, unethical differences between these two plans? The IRA should have a Roth separate component, um, 6.5 K or 7 K in each. The disparity between the two plans has been totally screwed up. Clueless in DC for decades. (laughs) Well, there's no argument there. Uh, I, I find no fault with your questions. Uh, There's no uh, uh, getting away from the fact that it's, it is very painful. Um, how dysfunctional these public servants uh, truly are, how um, disrespectful they are to uh, hardworking Americans, um, giving treats, literally treats, just anything they want to uh, non-hardworking non-Americans and really putting the screws to people who work really, really hard and have been, uh, patriotic Americans, their entire lives, and intend to be to the day they die. Uh, and if you think I'm saying, well, that Joe Biden, what about pick any one of them? And pick the staunchest one, the one that you think has uh, the most uh, commitment to the American public. And I'm going to disagree with you. I'm going <clears> to <throat> let you know that I believe that the people that are howling the loudest. Of how how things are wrong in the White House and that our leadership is wrong and this is wrong, so do something about it. So so stand up, don't just talk. Because good lord, there's we wish you would all stop talking. As a matter of fact, a lot of silence coming out of D.C. right now would be fabulous. How about digging in? How about really working hard? How about stop talking? And actually work hard. We lost 13 brave young men and women in Afghanistan at the airport um, unnecessarily. Somebody wasn't working hard. Somebody wasn't committed to the American public. And the answer was, as far as I can see, all of them. 610-720-7900, 6107207900 we go to the phones we talked to Ron Ron good morning
2: good morning good morning I I don't know if my question is is on legal aspects or just money aspects uh, when I retired from my work I signed a paper saying that uh, if I would die my wife would get 50% of it well we went on our life in retirement for a good 15 years but my wife Died, and I don't know whether or not that effect that I signed has any effecting on it. Because would it be that I would get my full pension, or do I have to still stay at the less pension?
0: Ron, I'm I'm sad to say that the result. I'm certain that you will get if you decide to ask that question of the pension administrator is the legal document that you signed 15 years ago is what they're going to follow. The reduction that you accepted in your uh, pension that would have provided for your wife if she had outlived you uh, was part of that legal document, that contract. So they had certain commitments to you. And their uh, position, I'm certain, will be um, that you, as everyone does, you made your best decision, your best choice based on what you knew at that time, sometimes those things work out perfectly. Sometimes, as in your case, they really don't. So I don't expect that there's any um, um, remediation that you could expect. I don't think there's going to be any adjustments that they will make. Uh, I, th- I think unless um, this is an incredibly rare case and the pension has some unknown um, uh, what facets to it, uh, I, I think, sadly, that you're going to be um, receiving the same uh, pension um, uh, after you ask the question as you are currently?
2: Yeah, well, that's. <laughs> I, I was afraid that's going to be the problem. But unfortunately, when I did that, I my health was in bad case, and she was fine. But unfortunately, the, the corn turned the other way, and I, I we never expected that.
0: No, of course. Well,
2: thank you. Thank oh, you for your information.
0: Not a problem, Ron. Thank you for your call. God bless you, sir. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yeah, we have uh, life, um, yeah, very few certainties. Very few certainties. In my September newsletter, which will be going out Monday, um, we answered a question from a gentleman who said, I have the proper way for every single person to claim their Social Security. Every single person should wait till they're 70, get the maximum, and that's and a guarantee for the rest of their lives. Of course, in my answer, it went on more than this, but there was at least one point that said, how about for the people who live to be 69 years, 11 months? Your plan gives them zero for the rest of their lives. Yeah, certainties. We uh, We make the best choices, the best decisions we can at the moment, knowing what we know. And uh, in Ron's case, sadly, that didn't work out the way they had expected or had hoped, perhaps. But uh, there's still going to come a time we're all going to meet in the great reward and we're going to compare notes and go, man, that was silly. Whoa, that was ridiculous. But we're still here. And it's still fantastic. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. 720 7900 Gene at AskMTM.com. We'll take your calls, your emails after this on More Than Money.
1: Generous. I don't know how you keep on giving
0: to the home of explanations you've got more than money you've got Gene Dickinson your host your personal financial advisor flying solo this week. Alyssa Young is on the soccer field with her daughter Juliana. Juliana is a midfielder I believe and if that's not correct it's because I don't know Jack about soccer. I uh, love to watch it. the athletes are fantastic but uh, and I know that Juliana and her friends are uh, avid soccer players so we wish them great luck I think they start around 830 they're probably deep into it and uh, maybe maybe before the show ends we'll get a uh, we'll get a text from uh, Alyssa letting us know how she and uh, the team made out but flying solo for you 610 720 7900 before we go to the phones I want to take a moment for those of you who were not with us in the first hour to say thank you our folds of honor uh, Radiathon, which ran last week, um, theoretically finishing up Saturday on 9-11 at Relic Hunter, uh, continued. We kept getting so many more pledges and so many more checks that were unexpected and people logging on and just contributing by a credit card. It was remarkable. Finally, we needed a number. We needed to at least give uh, some idea of what the results were, to, uh, particularly to Gunther's audience on Friday morning. Um, so I'll give that number to you momentarily. But before I do, I want to thank Bobby Gunther Walsh. I want to thank Catherine Frick. I want to thank Craig Stevens, all from the radio station, for uh, their tremendous support, tremendous support uh, throughout the Radiothon. I want to thank all the sponsors that had us uh, hosted Erwin's uh, uh, Monuments. I, I neglected to mention them. They were a sponsor of the Ritz Barbecue um, uh, on Thursday. Um, but uh, Vinart, Hotel Bethlehem, the Ritz Barbecue, Earl Wends, and Relic Hunter on Saturday uh, as well as uh, the Folds of Honor, folks. Um, unbelievable. The commitment, uh, the attention to detail, um, uh, the flexibility. Oh my gosh, you work with Bobby Gunther Walsh, you better learn to be flexible. Um, Beth Simmons, incredible job. Uh, Fred Kaku who is a greeter extraordinaire that guy can he could talk to a lamppost and likely get a pledge out of it bottom line fantastic gary bender great great job working particularly with air products and so uh many uh wonderful pledges coming out of there my new friend michelle and so many more and our entire more than money team i won't list them all i did in the eight o'clock hour i hope They didn't hear that. They'll pick that up on our podcast on Monday. Um, But particularly, particularly Megan. Uh, Megan is uh, one of our newest and youngest teammates uh, at More Than Money. And her skills, uh, both organizationally, from a social media standpoint, from a website standpoint, from a communication standpoint, sharing and encouraging people, absolutely spectacular uh, we could not have had the result without, uh, without her good work. Um, so uh, without any further ado, our more-than-money effort to raise funds for Folds of Honor uh, last week, having uh, uh, set the bar last year at $59,700, we raised $107,330 and the money keeps coming in. And, of course, if you pledged and you got your uh, pledge card, please send that right back in. Um, Lots of folks are concerned that we don't collect all our pledges. Um, Most charities would be happy to collect 85 or 90% of the pledges they receive. In our more-than-money efforts over many, many years, our uh, collection rate is generally over 100% because we generally get people sending us more money than they actually pledged. Fantastic. Thank you so much. And on behalf of Folds of Honor and the amazing uh, recipients and the impact it's gonna have on their life, thank you so much. 21, uh, more than more than 21 scholarships will go out, <coughs> excuse me, to uh, recipients in Eastern Pennsylvania and New Jersey. Thank you so much. 610-720-7900. We go to the phones. We talk to Stephen. Stephen, good morning.
3: Good morning, Gene. Let me start by saying I can't uh, tell you how how appreciative I am for what you do with the Fold of Honor.
0: You're very kind.
3: It's Well, a lot of people talk about it. Some people do it. And you do it and I'm just saying um, from somebody who has, I won't go into it now, but somebody who appreciates it immensely.
0: Thank you very much.
3: Anyway, um, to my question, um, I was wondering if you could tell me if the Carolinas and or Georgia have the same sort of retirement-friendly, Uh, business tax structure, you know, moving from here to there is a good idea set up like Florida does.
0: Yeah, I don't have the details. Uh, Our tax department, of course, would have those for sure. But I will tell you just anecdotally from the experience we have with so very many of our clients who began Uh, working with us here in the Lehigh Valley and have now relocated in their retirement that both the Carolinas uh, are incredibly popular places uh, for them to relocate Uh, the uh, uh, experiences that they report back to us are uniformly uh, as happy as they can be. I can't imagine if the economic environments, whether it's uh, real estate taxes or, business taxes or sales taxes or inheritance taxes, if they were onerous, that they would have uh, made those choices or, or be as happy. So uh, if you need specifics, uh, which I think is a really good idea, I think a lot of people don't think about that before they choose their retirement location, uh, and then they get there and find out, eh, you know, at Florida is is better, but gosh, we can't go out in the summer, and our electric bills are through the roof. Uh, mm-hmm. And North Carolina might be a, not quite as good, but the temperate climate makes it a bit easier, or or whatever the factors are. Finding them out in advance are really really important. So, asking a uh, tax professional, one of ours, uh, feel free to call the office, and they'll be glad to give you that that background. Stephen, thank you so very much for the call and. God bless you. Um, and I want to just make sure that everybody understands that um, I really do appreciate Stephen's uh, comments about um, our willingness to, uh, to do the good work. Um, Bobby Gunther Walsh and I have, uh, especially in quiet moments, uh, often shared um, a similar observation that he and I, because we are on air, we have the microphone. We often get the credit that we don't deserve. I listed out, gosh, there's at least two dozen people on that piece of paper, all of which were critical, critical to the result that we got. And that doesn't even take into account the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of you who pledged and supported, whether it was $5 or 500 or 5000 it was all incredibly valuable, incredibly appreciated. So please. Don't look at me and say, wow, he did anything. I simply um, surround myself with incredible and exceptional people who, because they have magnificent hearts, accomplish tremendous things. And for the most part, and I say this, no tongue in cheek intended, I often am simply an observer and an admirer of what they do. 610-720-7900, gene at askmtm.com. Young lady writes, my mother has told me that when she and dad pass away, they'd like for my three siblings and I to split our inheritance four ways. Okay. Uh, She also stated that she would want the grandchildren to get something too. I am single and childless and intend to continue to be. At this point, all my siblings have offspring, a total of seven, grandchildren, and there are more planned on the way. What? Wonder how she knows that. Kind of Hey, sis, guess what we're doing? Yeah, this, that's awkward. Uh, to me, it seems more fair to split the inheritance four ways and then state in the will that each parent sibling, given amount my mother and father wish, to each grandchild. My mother thinks that rather she would rather just give each grandchild their amount than split whatever remains between her four children. Seems like I'm getting the short end of the stick with each new grandchild born. Am I splitting hairs, or do I have a point? I realize my parents have the final say with their own affairs and will ultimately respect their wishes. It's just yet another instance of the single person being expected to give up more while everyone else takes more. These are ideals I have to, I've had to contend with my whole life. Woo! <clears throat> a little anger there. All right, let's let's start at the very end. You're absolutely right. It's your parents' money. And if you as a single adult are planning on receiving even a dollar from your parents, shame on you. Shame on you. The only thing you should want from your parents is for them to be financially stable, independent, and healthy for the entirety of their lives. That's all that you should want. We've had questions in recent weeks that are offensive. Hey, I know my grandma's getting older and she's going to send me some money. And I know my parents can't live forever. or They're going to send me some money. And I, I got to tell you, um, The people that I hang with, the people that I respect, the people that I care for, the people that populate my life, wouldn't even begin to think that thought, let alone send it off to a financial advisor and complain. So if you want to stop being a victim for a while, stop being a victim for a while, go to your mom and dad and tell them with a warm heart, hey, do whatever you want. You know what you might think about? is reversing it because the kids are basically grown. The kids don't really need the money. Just give it all to the grandkids. I get that that means your share goes someplace else. I get that. That's a choice you've made. By the way, for those, let's see, there's three siblings, there's seven grandkids, more on the way. Let's just assume for the sake of just just argument that each of your siblings has two children. And... Um, since I can rely on my audience to correct me if I'm way off base, I don't think I'm gonna be. But if I'm way off base, uh, I, I believe in recent years, I have heard that the dollar amount uh, that a parent expends to get their child through the end of high school, the first 18 years of their lives, is about 250 grand. Okay? Uh, if these are going to be college educated kids, what, what do you add? Another hundred grand? Let, let's say you add another hundred grand. That's 350 If they have two kids, that's $700,000 that your brothers and sisters are paying for the privilege, and that's my word, of being parents and your decision to stay single and childless means that if you're earning in some way shape or form the rough equivalent of what they are you don't have to write a check for 750,000 bucks or 700,000 bucks or 600,000 bucks or whatever you have seen yourself as in some way shape or form a victim because oh, these people with kids get all the breaks Yeah. Um, speak to any parent of an infant, particularly one that has not yet uh, begun to sleep through the night. Speak to any parent of a teenager, particularly one who has not yet gone through the hormonal uh, poisoning phase of their lives and is still telling them all to flip off. Speak to the parents of those children where they, um, Are literally spending. It it may seem, it must seem like, uh, their entirety of their lives, taking them to soccer games, Juliana, or um, church youth groups, or play dates, or after-school activities, or whatever. They feel for years as if they're chauffeurs. So um, I I think, I think you need to get outside your own head for a little bit. I think, you, I think it would be a very character-building uh, action for you to go to your parents and say, thank you for raising me. Thank you for being tremendous. Thank you for being great people. All I want you to do is be healthy and happy. I don't want any of your money. Give it to the grandkids. Give it to my brothers and sisters. Give it to somebody else. I have saved so much money by being single. I don't need it. and And I don't want it. Keep it. Enjoy it. Give it away now if you wish. But don't worry about me. That would be my recommendation to you. Hmm. Not really clear that that's going to be <laughs> your choice. But <clears throat> I guess we can see. Um, 610-720-7900. Gene uh, at askmtm.com, morethanmoneyonline.com. Many of you are aware that my uh, daughter and son-in-law, Allie and Mike, who lived in California and lived in L.A., says Paul, ugh, yuck, um, for uh, quite a number of years, five or six years, lived in Manhattan uh, for quite a number of years, uh, returned home uh, to live in the wilderness of the Pennsylvania Hills. I was just in Colorado. I cannot call them the Pocono Mountains anymore. I can't in Colorado, what we call the Pocono mountains, they call speed bumps. <laughs> they're, they're, oh my! You look up and you're looking at a 14,000 foot mountain Pikes peak or uh, gosh, there's so many fantastic. They're breathtaking. And then you come home and you go, where are you from? Uh, the Pocono mountains. It's embarrassing. So we're in the Pocono Hills. They're living out there, uh, raising, uh, vegetables making their own, uh, pickles. And, uh, uh, last night I did not see it yet. So I'm, I'm a little upset with my daughter. Apparently my wife saw it. Um, they had either a picture or a video of a bear walking through their backyard, which, uh, doesn't surprise any of us. We have tons of bear, uh, lots of deer, fox. Oh, we're so very blessed. It's we, we live in heaven. So it is, uh, but quite, you want to talk about the. <clears throat> shock to the system. Yup. They got those two. Six one zero seven 610-720-7900. Gene at askmtm.com. More than money uh, online.com. Uh, a gentleman who had emailed earlier sends me another email. It's got a lot of good information in it, but the one point that I will pick out of it that I will share immediately is please register uh, your Social Security account. Please go online, uh, SSA.gov, uh, my Social Security, um, yada yada, and 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 take the steps now um, to set up your account, uh, set up your password, etc. Uh, the uh, what instances of identity theft on Social Security benefits? is rising at an alarming rate. And for the most part, it's um, relatively easy to prevent if you simply beat the identity thief to your account. If somebody happens to uh, fall into possession of your uh, social security number, all they have to do is go online, see if you've already opened your account. If you have not, they open it. Set up their own password. You can't even get into your own account. And then you got to fight with... uh, Social Security to get that unlocked. Uh please avoid all of that. It's a very good tip, very, very good piece of information. Please avoid all of that. And uh set up your own account. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. Gene at ask com, more than money online dot com. <clears throat> I mentioned earlier that uh Gosh, I simply uh, was offended by some of my competitors uh, who uh, put their radio shows, financial radio shows, in the can when on nine eleven they don't even acknowledge uh, the anniversary, twentieth anniversary of that event. They don't. It's as if they they either didn't know or didn't care. Uh, for some people, uh, they cared a lot, but maybe not in a way that I had expected. As you might guess, we have a rather extensive, measured in the thousands and thousands, of folks who receive our emails. They receive our newsletters. They receive our announcements. They are invited to attend workshops, and and they get good information. And uh, last week, with our Folds of Honor efforts, Megan set up a system where everybody got alerted every single day, hey, today we're at the Hotel Bethlehem. Today, we're at Vinart. Today, we're at uh, Ritz. Come join us. Hey, today, we're at More Than Money. Come join us for the uh, um, 21-gun salute and and hear taps. Um, And apparently, for some people, 24 to be exact, that was just too annoying. And they unsubscribed and headed off into um, whatever drab future they have in store for themselves. And there was a time, oh, it's been many years since I've um, come to a, a, a better understanding. Uh, there was a time when that would cause me tremendous stress, distress, tremendous um, anxiety. What have we done wrong? How could we have done it differently? And um, now, as, I, as you'll see in my newsletter, I recall uh, and am comforted. By the words of my dear departed mom, uh, God rest your soul. Uh, we lost mom quite a number of years ago. If she had been with us uh, this year, she would have been 96. And uh, she was a woman of rare character and rare strength, uh, raised uh, six kids, seven counting my dad, and uh, helped the community and the church and was a rather remarkable woman. Kind, caring, compassionate, but nobody's fool. So when I saw twenty-four people hit the exits, I recalled a piece of wisdom that I've I heard my mom share in different circumstances throughout her life. And it was usually directed at somebody who had just hit the exits. And it was, don't let the screen door hit you on the way out. a rather insightful and sage piece of wisdom. Hey, I can't figure people out. I can't figure out why they do um, disrespectful things, discompassionate things. I also, goodness, am, am continuously amazed at how wonderful people are and how kind and terrific they really are. There are not thousands of Americans who are wonderful and kind and terrific. There are tens of millions, tens and tens of millions. And I get, I absolutely get. Um, they don't get much recognition. They don't get much attention. They certainly are not uh, focused uh, upon by the mass media, the mess media. Mass media? I, I'm sorry, I mispronounced it, mass. It's mess media. But it doesn't change the fact they're wonderful people and their hearts are are just so full of love that they, they just want to help. It's fantastic. And for the 24 of you that uh, decided, yeah, you're pretty annoying us with this. Uh, hey, you, you want to help uh, uh, widows and, 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 and orphans? Ugh, that's pretty annoying. Um, two things. Number one, I think, I think you're making an error in judgment. And number two, you c- you can always resubscribe. We, uh, we generally keep our door open. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. How much time do we have? Got it. Uh, this comes from a young lady. She is eighty eight. She watches my PBS show, and without um, sharing too much because it might um, intrude upon her privacy, she is asking whether it is better to uh, from an estate standpoint to identify a CD to be given to a charity or an IRA. Very insightful question. She's 88 years old. She's thinking about this stuff. And her concern was that the IRA would create tax problems. Hmm. So if she's understanding the situation correctly, she's got two accounts. One's a, a, a CD for 25000 One's an IRA for 25000 In her mind, if she names the charity as the beneficiary of the IRA, it creates some problems for the charity, creates some problems they may have to pay some tax. And I am here to assure her, I am happy to assure her, that's not the case. Actually, naming the charity a beneficiary uh, of an IRA works very well, very well indeed. Charity doesn't pay any tax. Your estate doesn't pay any tax. The only people that whine and complain are the politicians. And that part we really like. 610-720-7900. This is the last uh, break of our show, so please um Um, make that trip that you need to make, perhaps, or maybe refill that cup of coffee in your MTM mug, or maybe call 610-720-7900 or send me an email, gene at askmtm.com. We'll take your emails, your questions after this on More Than Money.
1: I don't know how you keep on giving.
0: Welcome back to More Than Money. You've got Gene Dickison, your host, your personal financial advisor, live this Saturday morning. Always live. Come on. Live this Saturday morning. It's September the 18th. Yeah, I don't always feel alive. That's a different question. Goodness gracious. But happy to be with you, Alyssa Young, on assignment. That's That's how all the big media guys say that. When somebody's not there, she's on assignment. She happens to be on assignment at a soccer field with her daughter, Juliana. Juliana is the granddaughter. I wish I had, but I don't. But I think if I work it right, I think I can elbow my way into that. Because, uh, I think she's already volunteering to come into the business when she comes out of college. We would be happy uh, if that actually happened. 610 uh, 720 gene at askmtm.com, morethanmoneyonline.com. Um, <laughs> very good. Um, for those of you who are just joining us and did not hear the announcement in the uh, uh, earlier segments, our Folds of Honor efforts raised $107,330, and I know that number is wrong I know it's low. Uh, I know we're still getting checks, we're still getting pledges, and uh, I I thank all of you. Uh, you you're amazing. You're amazing. Uh, our team uh, that that uh, we've assembled with our folds of honor, uh, um, folks, our our radio folks, our MTM folks, our sponsors uh, that that host us each and every day. They're they're just a dynamic team. They're just not going to be beat. They're, they're just not going to give up until they win. And in this case, winning is all about uh, helping uh, spouses, widows and widowers, uh, and, and orphan children of um, folks lost in military service or uh, f- folks who have been disabled in military service. So um, thank you so very much. Uh, young lady writes, I uh, wanted to know if you ever heard a phrase, don't let the door hit you where the good Lord split you. (laughs) that's fantastic Uh, it's not how my mom did it but actually there were occasions mom got a little uh, saucier than don't let the screen door hit you on the way out Uh, she added a few words in there but bless us bless us all 610-720-7900 gene at askmtm.com more than money online.com uh, gentleman writes, I'm turning 72 next July. I have an IRA and a 401k sure. and other investments. There seems to be no way left but to pay the taxes uh, and move Roths. Any other options? Thanks. Love your show. Oh, there's, there's a fair number of other options, one of which I will share with you um, briefly. If you have um, requiring distributions you don't need, Rather than taking them and paying the tax, if you are already supporting the um, uh, certain charities, whether it's your church, it could be Folds of Honor, Laughing in My Nightmare, Through These Hands, uh, Children's Home of Easton, uh, Allentown Rescue Mission. uh, If you're already supporting some folks, if you send your required minimum distribution, which you're facing next July, uh, directly to those charities, you pay no income tax. So you may be able to just, with a little bit of paperwork, do exactly what you're doing now and yet not have to pay tax on money coming out of your IRAs and 401ks. So at least one thought. As the, the overarching thought I would have is that you would be well advised to sit with a financial advisor who is well-versed in taxes and or a tax advisor. We are very lucky in our More Than Money World headquarters. We have both. We have financial advisors, uh, Mark and and Greg, Alyssa, Chad, Daryl, myself, that all have uh, solid uh, tax advisory background. And then more importantly, uh, our entire tax team, headed up by the one and only Diane, uh, is in the the house. They're in the house. Sorry, I, I don't have any idea why Schwarzenegger came to mind. I don't know. But they're literally around the corner. They're not. uh, We we don't send you off uh, lost. Hopefully uh, to find some good answers, we can give those to you right there. So planning that out is rather easy. Um, In response to the issue around setting up your social security account, if you wish to do that, I strongly encourage it. Strongly encourage it then go to S S a Sam, Sam, um, I'm sorry. Dot gov. Everything, not everything's.com S S a Sam, Sam, uh, That takes you to the social security administration site. Uh, you'll noodle around a little bit. You'll find out how to, where to go to set up your account. And please do that. Please do that. Please avoid having identity theft mess you up. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. we speak to Jim. Jim, good morning. Good morning. How may I, we serve you, sir?
2: Well, uh, just the thing that you were talking about, registering a Social Security account, what do you mean by that? I mean, I've, we all have Social Security numbers, and, and I'm already drawing from Social Security. And so uh, you say this is going to protect from uh, uh, identity theft, but I'm trying to understand what it is.
0: Ah, very good. Uh, The Social Security Administration actually has through their website, given every American taxpayer, the opportunity to set up their own account. So you can go to their website, register, obviously as yourself, fill in the required information. And then that registration allows you to access all manner of very specific information about your Social Security benefits. So you would be able to check your uh, employment history. You may find out that everything is exactly as it should be, or you may find out that, goodness, for three or four years, many years ago, uh, your employer did not report your appropriate wages, so you should have been getting more uh, Social Security benefits all these years. You may find that out. For folks like yourself who are currently receiving benefits, the urgency is not dramatic because taking your identity at this point would be nearly impossible going through the SSA. But for someone who has not yet begun taking their benefits, uh, having their identity uh, usurped by someone going on the SSA.gov website using their social security and registering as if they were this other person could cause real pain. So for you, it may be a very modest advantage, but for other folks, it's going to be a very significant advantage, not just to protect themselves, but to be able to review all their information. Uh, they They can uh, use the same site, uh, the same information to do projections of what my benefits will be at certain ages and start doing some uh, proactive uh, social security planning. So it's a very efficient tool that gives very specific information about an individual taxpayer's Social Security benefits.
2: I see. Okay. So, so I'm I'm less in jeopardy of identity theft than someone who is, has not yet uh, taken Social Security benefits.
0: That is exactly correct. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Uh, Jim, thank you for the call. God bless, sir. Okay. Let's go back to the phones. We talked to Stephen. Stephen, good morning.
3: I I hate to bother you with free legal advice, but I've been listening to you for a long time, and you seem to be um, way more intelligent than most of the people I have talked to about this. So I'm just going to ask you, would it be better for me, I want to leave my property and my everything else to my nephews should i do that through my will or should i do that through some other legal financial setup
0: Uh, it really will depend on what your priorities are what your financial priorities are for your nephew is it nephew or multiple nephews
3: It's my two nephews. Two nephews.
0: Okay. So let's paint a scenario that you have a property worth $300,000. You paid $100,000 for it. If your nephews have no real intention of living in that property, they would inherit it, they would sell it, uh, and then use the proceeds uh, for some good purpose. Then leaving it to them in your will is probably your first choice, because as of the current tax law, they would inherit the property, $300,000 value, uh, with a stepped up basis, meaning their cost basis would not be your cost basis of 100, but their new cost basis, it's referred to as date of death value, is now 300. So if they inherit the house at 300, they sell it at 300, the capital gains tax or capital gains they will report is zero. And they, they pay no income tax, so they would each receive the full 150. The uh, alternate, I, I'm not saying it's, it's a reasonable alternate, but an alternate uh, approach to that would be to put their names on the deed now. So, again, 300000 we put two nephews on. You are still on, of course. So each of you, according to the IRS, owns one-third of that property. So you have gifted to them... One third of your property while you're alive, and when you pass and they sell the house, they will have one hundred thousand. Your share will get a stepped-up basis, but the two pieces that you gifted to them will carry with it your cost basis, the original one hundred thousand, of course, divided by three. So each of them will have a one hundred thousand dollar piece that has a $33,000 cost basis, they're going to pay capital gains tax on $67,000 each, somewhere in the $12,000, $13,000, $14,000 range. Um, uh, certainly not um, a wonderful income tax result, but from an estate tax standpoint, if you happen to be living in an estate in a state with inheritance tax, It works out rather nicely because two thirds of the house they already own. The only thing that would be reported would be your one third. So in most cases, I would say 75 to 85% of the cases that uh, folks that we counsel having it go through the will uh, works out best for all concerned. They pay a little bit of inheritance tax, but they avoid a lot of estate tax or a lot of capital gains taxes. And in rare circumstances, Um, And generally, the rare circumstance is that the current owner has ill health. They're worried that they may end up needing to be cared for and they could lose their home to Medicare, Medicaid. Uh, Then the transfer uh, during lifetime works out a little bit better. But bottom line, uh, it really does depend on what you're you're trying to accomplish.
3: Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you. God bless. Have a good day. God bless.
0: You too. 610-720-7900. Maybe the most common question that we get, we have gotten over the decades that more than money has been on air. Uh, Generally, it comes from uh, uh, widows. Hey, I'm uh, 75, 80, 85 years old. Uh, I have three kids. I don't want them uh, to have a hassle when I pass away. Uh, So I'm going to put all of them on the deed to my house right now. And it's not generally expressed as a question, it's expressed as this is what I want to do, and uh, goodness, um, how do I do it, is, is really more the question rather than uh, should I do it. Uh, the um, question um, ignores some rather unfortunate, unintended consequences that could very easily happen uh, if a young woman of 80, 85 years old decides to put her three children on the deed to her home. Uh, indeed, it, it, when she passes, uh, the home automatically becomes the kids. So that's a rather nice uh, end result. That's a rather nice um, what uh, benefit of putting their names on the deed now. However, between now and when mom passes away, should one of the kids, multiple kids, but should one of the kids go through a divorce, it is very likely that their share of mom's home will be split up in the divorce. Should one, sadly, more of the kids file bankruptcy, it is very likely that that share of mom's house will be subject to the bankruptcy um, proceedings. Should one more of the kids uh, be sued for any reason, it is uh, very likely that their share of mom's house will be subject to whatever legal uh, claims um, they may suffer. So it is absolutely not without risk to uh, say, Hey, I'll just make it simple. I'll make it easy. I'll put them on the, uh, the deed to the house now. And uh, that, that kind of solves all my problems. It, it may very well, it may very well, it may very well solve your problems or not. And kind of similar to when do we know that we've picked the right pension benefit selection? Well, well, we'll know the day that the good Lord calls us home. When do we know we've picked exactly the right Social Security benefit strategy? Uh, we won't know that until the day the good Lord calls us home. And uh, how do we know that we've done the best that we could with our real estate, either by leaving it in the will or by adding ownership uh, during our lifetime? You'll know when you're on your way to the, uh, the pearly gates. And let's hope when you get to the pearly gates, uh, St. Pete doesn't say something like, and don't let the screen door hit you where the good Lord, where, where my dad (laughs) split you. Nah, you don't want that to happen. There's about a hundred St. Peter jokes. I'm going to, I'm going to, um, Um, go against the example that Bobby Gunther Walsh uses every single day on air. And I'm going to avoid telling any of them. (laughs) 610-720-7900, Gene, at askntm.com, morethanmoneyonline.com. A gentleman writes, uh, I have a significant piece of property that was given to me. I did not inherit it. Do I have to pay capital gains if I sell it? And if so, is there a way to reduce the capital gains? Uh, And he goes on to mention another item or two that I think we will keep private. Okay, let's talk about this. Let's say that you have a property worth a million bucks. In this case, it was given to this gentleman. And let's say the person giving it to him was his father 50 years ago. And 50 years ago, the property was worth $100,000. John, we have a call coming in there. And he was given not just the, the property, but the cost basis. So his question is, if he sells it, will he pay capital gains? Well, if the property is worth more than what the cost basis is, in this case it is, it's worth a million. He was given it, and, and his dad's cost basis was a hundred. He has $900,000 of capital gains, and on the high end of the scale, he'll pay $180,000. That's nasty. Or are there ways that he can either soften or avoid that tax? And the answer is, of course there are. Of course there are. But it requires that he counsel with a very competent, trusted income tax advisor because the number of ways that you can reduce the tax bite uh, are significant, but they all come with gotchas. They all come with, well, you can do that, but if you do that, this also this also happens. You, you could donate the property to charity and pay no capital gains, but you also get no money. Th- that's probably not the direction that he's intending to go. But bottom line is, can you do it? Yes. How should you do it? You've got to sit with a trusted income tax attorney, income tax advisor, so that they can give you all your options so that you can either pick the one that fits you best or swallow hard and pay the tax. 610-720-7900. We go to the phones. We talked to Jerry.
4: Good morning. How are you? I'm fine. I just have to comment about um, putting your children's name on the deed. My sister did that. The pro- And the will said within 90 days the house was to be sold, so she had three children. But the one son hated the other two. Oof. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> we ended up going to court twice, getting this guy to sign Um, You know, the papers of selling the house, it was a nightmare. And just be sure, because sometimes when that almighty dollar shows up, wow, this docile person becomes the evil one. And so it's something to think about.
0: Uh, It's Jerry, you're making a very, very important point. Too many of these kinds of decisions are made with the heart and not the head. Exactly. So a sweet lady wants to do the right thing and be fair to all of her children, and one of them decides it's not Mm -hmm. fair enough, so Mm -hmm. I'm going to kick up the dust and I'm going to create a problem. You've got to be willing to, to uh, accurately assess the people you're dealing with and, and the kind of problems that might end up happening. Going to court twice, it had to be terrible.
4: It was. was it was. And it was in another state, and uh, we had to travel. And, oh, my goodness, it, it was a nightmare. So anyway, but eventually it did get done. And, but it is a warning You have to know your children. And sometimes these children, I mean, in my family, we all got along. But when my parents died, I'm going, oh, my gosh, who is this person Mm. who thinks he needs everything? And I'm going, you never know about people's personality when the almighty dollar shows up.
0: Jerry, I appreciate your warning and and um we well, we use the word beware because that's yeah. a good, that's good for you. I thank you so very much for the phone call.
4: Yeah. Yes, and God bless.
0: God bless you. Oh, that's good good advice. The almighty dollar. Oof. People say uh money is the root of all evil. No, it's not. Absolutely is not folds of honor. We raised tons of money, $107,000. We're going to make lives different and better for generations to come. It's the love of money. That poor girl we talked uh, about earlier, who's all upset because she has no children. So she's getting gypped in her parents' estate. It's not the money. It's the love of the money. So cut it out. Yeah. We're not going to take the call anyway. So yeah, exactly. We are moments away from uh, wrapping up our show this morning, so as we do every show, we've kind of uh, tiptoed around uh, reaching out to us. We always give that information at the very end of the show. So if you have additional questions or if you have concerns, or if you would like just a free um, second opinion meeting with uh, one of our attorneys or our social security expert, or one of our advisors or a tax expert or an insurance expert, all you have to do is ask. These are all uh, consultations that are absolutely free. Um, you, You just reach out and ask. It's really that simple. Um, Reaching out and asking can be as simple as sending me an email, gene, G E N E at askmtm.com G E N E at askmtm.com. It can be as simple uh, as going to our website, more than com. more than You check out all our great podcast radio shows, all our great videos from our PBS 39 shows, our BRC TV shows, and so much more. And then get to get to, uh, Take a peek at all of our team and see who you might want to reach out to. And then, of course, you can always go old school. You can call our offices. How remarkably uh, uh, efficient that may be. Um, You give us a call at 610-746-7007. 610-746-7007. Uh, If you call this weekend, uh, just leave a message. We'll be back at you on Monday. Or if you wish to talk to a real live, wonderful human being, just call Monday through Friday from 830 to 5, and we're happy to help. Folks, thank you again from the bottom of my heart. $107,300 raised for Folds of Honor. We'll see you next week right here live on More Than Money.
1: and give